lightning One with God the Lord most high Your hidden glory and creation Now revealed in you are Christ What a beautiful name it is What a beautiful name it is The name of Jesus Christ my King What a beautiful name it is Nothing compares to this What a beautiful name it is The name of Jesus You didn't want heaven without us So Jesus you brought heaven down My sin was great, your love was greater What could separate us now? What a wonderful name it is What a wonderful name it is The name of Jesus Christ, my King What a wonderful name it is Nothing compares to this What a wonderful name it is Death could not hold you The veil tore before you You silenced the boast of sin and grave The heavens are roaring The praise of your glory For you are raised to life again And you have no abortion, I 
I was so scared. I think the thing I was most afraid of was telling my parents. And I wish somebody would have come alongside of me and said, your parents will want to know about this. And what do you think your parents will be most disappointed about? Do you think that your parents would be more disappointed that you have gotten pregnant? Or do you think they would be more disappointed that you have taken the life of their grandchild? I wish that somebody would have reasoned with me about my fear and helped me see that that fear was really irrational. Um, but I was so closed in about what I was experiencing because I was so scared that I, I didn't allow anyone to reason with me. And I think that's where a lot of women are, especially young women. That's where a lot of them are when they find out that they're in a crisis situation. And so they run to places like Planned Parenthood. Part of my healing has absolutely been my own abortion experience, the abortions that I have helped participate in, the abortions that I helped coerce women into. I mean, it has just been this, you know, um, kind of huge ball of wax that I have really had to sort through. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how I would have been able to do it without God's grace and you know, it's something that, like I said, I'm, I'm still sorting through. I'm still in the process of healing. Um, it, is not, it is not a simple process. Um, but, it, you know, every, every part of the healing, it just, it feels better and better, you know. And, um, you know, somebody told me one time, you know, you're just kind of in this bubble of grace. And that is... That is so true, and that's how I feel every day. You know, it's just one day at a time, one step at a time. And, um, you know, God confirms to me that I am just, you know, walking in His path and, and just walking in His grace all the time, every day. Well, hello. Happy Sunday. Welcome to The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconado. I am so glad that you're here today. It's going to be a good Sunday. I am fresh in from Myrtle Beach, which is why I'm not in a suit. Uh, I am literally just getting into uh, the building here uh, because I just flew back from an amazing time with uh, hundreds and hundreds of patriots and people of God and had some just divine appointments. Thank you if uh, I met you there and you came up and said hello. I just appreciate everybody that did. There was many of you that did that said you're a remnant warrior, that you watched the broadcast. Thank you. Uh, I'm extremely humbled. I'm thankful that you're part of this remnant community. We are going to be going to Virginia Beach next, which is in July, and then up to Rochester, New York with the America Tour, Rewake America Tour. Uh, so hopefully I can see some of you there if you didn't make it to Myrtle Beach, uh, but it was a powerful time. Lots of baptisms. The Lord moved. People got saved. They got set free. They got healed. They got delivered. I had great fellowship. And uh, anyway, so I'm literally just walking in and uh, it's time for Sunday service. And I'm, I'm encouraged because in the middle of the calamity, in the middle of the craziness, in the middle of the trials and the tests that we are walking through as a people of God right now in this time, which I like to refer to the best of times and the worst of times at the same time, the church is on the move. People are waking up. We are empowered. We are the church of Philadelphia. We're not the church of Laodicea. We know it's high time that we stand up, that we rise up. God is separating the wheat from the chaff. He's doing this so that we can make a clear decision that it's, there's no more hiding. Uh, you know, it's, it's very apparent. Uh, you got to choose a side, light or darkness. And we are speaking boldly and unafraid like the apostle Paul did where the Lord said he went out boldly and preached the truth of the word of God. They're trying to outlaw the word, word of God, saying that aspects of the Bible are hate speech. The Southern Poverty Law Center is out there calling uh, people that are standing for truth and life and uh, marriage between a man and a woman and all the different things that the Bible teaches hate. They want to call it hate. And so that's why we can't have the pastors that are out there that say, well, if I just stick to the Bible, you know, no one's going to bother me. That's not true. That's what they thought in Nazi Germany. There was a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He was out there sounding the alarm. History tends to repeat itself. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Here we are again. 
And this time we're not going to be silent. We're not going to just have a small group of people that stand up. We are the remnant, but we are a rising remnant. And I believe we're the majority. And it's like Mario Murillo has been saying, who's a dear friend, somebody I highly respect. He's been saying we can't even really call it a remnant anymore because people keep waking up. And I believe that. Uh, however, I do think there's still a remnant of pastors and you know true believers that are really willing to stand for the entire of the word of God and speak out and not just you know kind of know but not say anything. There's a lot of people that know but don't say anything. So people ask me all the time, the biggest question I ever get asked, what can I do? What can I do? And this is the time to be a people of action. We are to be a people of big faith and big action, big faith and big action. And that, you know, the Bible says faith without works is dead. So we need to be a people of action. Now that, that looks different for each and every one of us. One of the things that we all need to be doing is spreading the truth of the word of God. The Bible says that to go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's that's what's known as the Great Commission. And I believe that when we gather here, even if we're not in person, uh, you know, we're gathered all around the world. There's people from Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, Canada, that I talk to people from all around the world. And let me just say something. I know we're, we're, we're moving towards the remnant revival centers and different things that we're going to be doing in different cities. we got America's Frontline Pastors that's activated. The website is up. People are joining. You can go to americasfrontlinepastors.com if you're a pastor or a ministry leader or a leader in the body of Christ that's willing to stand. Put your name on there. Let people know. I'm willing to stand. AmericasFrontlinePastors.com. But we are a people of action. We got the Religious Liberty Coalition. We got Todd Coconut Ministries. And of course, we got Remnant.News where we put out information that only, uh, you know, a small amount of people are putting out. And uh, that gets circulated where we can have a megaphone and fight the censorship. I'm censored on social media. I'm probably one of the most censored pastors in the world, believe it or not. Uh, I know the other pastors that are censored. They're my friends. Uh, this is a time where the, the remnant people are coming together all around the world, and we know who the lions and generals are and those people that are willing to stand. Now, there is a high cost, but God gives a high reward, and that reward is souls, and that's our mission. Our mission is souls, and so we believe that God has given us this last-minute reprieve where we still have the ability to preach freely, even though they don't like what we say, even though they're trying to censor us, even though they're coming after us. I'm still here. We're still speaking truth. And so this is the time for us to activate and to let everybody know it's not about a name. It's not about a ministry. It's not about me. It's not about Pastor Todd. It's about spreading the truth of the word of God. Sorry, I just uh, hit the camera there. But anyways, thank you for tuning in. Today, we're going to be talking about miracles. Before we get to that, let me just give a couple of announcements. So as you guys know, heavily censored. Uh, Facebook has been doing a new number on us. They're limiting the views. They're limiting the likes. They're limiting our reach. We've got hit big time. And the crazy thing is in the past, it used to be like something you said, like they would have a fact checker and they would flag a post and they'd say, oh, well, you know, because of that, we're going to limit your distribution. Now they're doing it even without that. They're just doing it anyways. And they're, they're really coming after our account and that limits our ability to distribute the truth. And so what I need you to do, if you can share the videos, go to our page to see what we're talking because you might not see it in the feed. And go to alternative sites like Telegram. We post everything on Rumble uh, under the Todd Coconato show. Go on to Rumble. Share the videos, please. I, it's not because we want to get more followers or more likes. We're sharing the videos because it's the truth. And the Bible says the truth sets the captive free. And so we know that we got to be screaming from the rooftops right now to wake up as many people as we can. We are the remnant. We are the resistance. And I really believe, I was talking to Robin Bullock this week. We had a great conversation. I talked to many people throughout the week. Uh, the remnant is connecting. We're, we're working together and we're, we're, we're keeping our eye on the prize, which is, you know, Jesus Christ, the truth of the gospel, sharing the truth, letting people know what's going on and awakening as many people as we can in this time and getting them saved, set free, healed and delivered. That's the big deal. I mean, guys, when I was in uh you know, the Carolinas at Myrtle Beach. I mean, I talked to everybody out there. I mean, some amazing conversations. They don't want these conversations to be had. They don't want truth seekers to come together. They don't want remnant people to come together. They don't want people to wake up. They don't want people to go to see 2000 mules and things like that, because they know that we have the facts. We have the truth on our side. You know, all these lies that they put out there, all the propaganda that a man can have a baby, Calvin Klein with their new ad. What a ridiculous ad. Give me a break with that. Okay, a man can't have a baby, even the science. They say, trust the science. And don't get me started. Don't get me started. But anyway, we are out here effectively pushing back, waking up people. That's why they don't like this ministry. That's why. I don't. So I know, you know, people say, well, I want to come to Nashville. I want to go to the physical church and I want to be in the church with you. And I get it. I do too. Trust me. I would love to have the building. I've had a building for 17 years in Los Angeles. I miss it. 
Uh, it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable for me to be a pastor without a physical church, but God has done something in this season. You have to understand what he's done. He's expanded the territory and given us a broadcast and a reach unlike anything that I've ever seen in my life. And he's done that with, you know, not just this ministry, because again, like I always say, it's not about us, but God is raising up a remnant. There's other people that are out there that God is also, you know, raising up their voice, not because they're promoting themselves, not because they're standing for, you know, their own kingdom or their own ministry, but because this is, this is the time for the harvest. The harvest is plentiful and the labors are few. Some of you are out there that listen to this broadcast. You're doing your part. You're standing up. You know, I talked about earlier, we all have the great commission, but you have different visions that God has given you to, you know, whatever you can do. Some of you are funding the kingdom. Uh, there is a gentleman, his name is Steve, his, his, his wife, amazing wife named Shelly. I have to just say their name because they helped us so much in getting some new computers. Paula, you did too. Uh, you know, thank you. We have the new computers. We have the new technology now to make better content, to make better videos. I couldn't do it without you guys. I'm going to tell you. The last couple of weeks, the tithing is down. Why is the tithing down? Probably because you're dealing with inflation. Probably because you're spending more money on food. People are concerned. They're worried. But remember what the Bible says. When we bring the tithes to the storehouse, the Lord gives back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He's never out of resources. There's no lack in him. So I know some of you are getting fearful. Trust me, it tries to come on me when we see the numbers down and we're like, how are we going to fund all the different things that we're doing? You know, because it's like the numbers are down and we're out there doing as many things as we can. And so it's like, it's a total faith walk right now. I'm just be real with you. It's a total faith walk, but we need your support. So please, if you want to tie to this ministry, we appreciate you. Uh, listen, if you're part of a deep state church, I call it the deep church, where they're not saying anything about abortion. They're not saying anything about the, the attack on our family, the attack on our kids. You know, this whole transgender wokeism, all this nonsense, the CRT, the, all the stuff that we fight against, the, you know, the mandates, the, you know, all the different things, the censorship. If they're not dealing with any of that, you know, pray about, am I really supposed to give this ministry? What are they doing? Are they doing anything effective to push back, to be the head and not the tail? We got to pray about, look, we got to have this conversation because look, we're out here on the front line as the tip of the spear. I'm taking the hits and, you know, I'm saying that because I know some of you are too, that watch this, that are in, in the ministry with us out there. But the deal is, is that, you know, you got to pray about it. Is this really going to the right resource or should we maybe fund the remnant? So pray about that, please. I say that humbly to you. It doesn't come to me, just so you know, like we're not going out buying a bunch of things. It goes right back to the ministry. I mean, of course I get a little salary, but you know, we, we get what we needed to live, but we're not out here buying big houses or doing anything crazy. You know, what we do is we pour back into the ministry because we know that God will bless that we're accountable to God. We're accountable to elders and mentors. And this ministry is very transparent. People write me. They want to, you know, no questions and answers. And I write them back and tell them whatever they want to know. So anyway, thank you. That's my little spiel for today before we get into the message about miracles. If you want to tie, uh, please tie to toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. Appreciate you. Thank you to uh, all the other broadcast affiliates and those that are broadcasting this show now. It's not a show, it's a church service, but you know, they're putting it out there on different streaming platforms like Bright Dion TV. Thank you to Mike Adams and a few others that have picked this up. And thank you because the more people that we can reach, the more effective we are for the kingdom, the more that we can do to push back and fight. And you have our word. We are going to stand. We are going to stand. It doesn't matter what they do. We are going to stand till the end. We are the remnant. You are part of that community. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and pray. And then we're going to get into the message. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you so much. I know I just covered a lot in a short period of time, but Lord God, we're thankful for you. We're thankful for your anointing. We're thankful for your blessing. We're thankful for your favor. I'm thankful for this community and for each and every person that's tuned in today. Lord God, I pray this word would encourage them or would strengthen them in their faith. I pray for those that are giving a tithe or an offering right now. Lord God, we need it more than ever. Lord God, we need it more than ever, but you own a cattle on a thousand hills. You get back, pressed down, shaken together and running over. You're never out of resources. So if anybody's lacking financially, they're struggling right now. Their job is under attack. Their finances are under attack. They're worried. They're concerned. I pray that, Lord God, that would go away. You, you have everything they need. They will not lack. And Lord God, I believe there's a transfer of wealth that's already in progress from the wicked to the righteous. It's happening now. Lord God, we are a part of that. This is an insurance policy as we tie. Lord God, so we thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And Lord, we just thank you for the message on miracles. Lord God, we need a miracle. We need a miracle in this nation. We need a miracle in our lives. We need a miracle in our families. We need a 
miracle in our workplace. And so I pray right now in Jesus' name, that exact thing would happen. We would see a miracle, a breakthrough. And Lord God, it starts today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. I'm going to get into a couple of scriptures here. And the first one I want to read is from Acts. It's Acts 4.30. Acts 4.30. It says this, while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Jesus is the name that causes demons to tremble and flee. When we say the name of Jesus, Yeshua, Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, who sits on the throne, the one that was in the beginning, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. They try to change the Bible. They try to make, you know, oh, well, maybe he didn't really say this, or maybe he didn't really mean that, or it's okay for two men to be married, or it's okay for this, or it's okay for that. That's what the devil did in the Garden of Eden. He's never changed his strategy. There's nothing new under the sun. He's using the same tactics to try to deceive. And you know, and I know that there's a massive amount of deception that's happening around the world right now. That's why we're grieved. We see it and we're like, what can we do? And so Jesus said that we're going to be able to perform not only the miracles that he did in his ministry, but even greater things. And I'm here to tell you as my life is a miracle, God spared my life. You know the story, many of you do. Uh, my testimony of getting stabbed nine times at the age of 23 and God spared my life. He took me into, in, into the heaven, I believe, or you know, into some white presence where his glory filled the temple, the room, like Isaiah chapter six. And all I could say when, when he said, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, I want to live. He said, well, if you want to live, you know, then you got to be sold out for me. You got to be on fire. I said, yes, Lord. I woke up and, and that was it. And so it's like Isaiah six, send me, I'll go. That's it. That's what you say when you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, when you have an encounter with the King of glory, when you have an encounter with the one who's, who is and was and is to come, when you, when you realize this is the reality of our world, this is the reality, the reality. That's why I'm fired up. Why are you so fired up, Pastor Todd? I'm fired up because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I'm fired up because the gates of hell will not prevail. I'm fired up because demons flee in the name of Jesus. And we are serving a God that is still in the miracle working business. Hallelujah. I'm sorry I'm not in my regular studio. I know it's a little bit blurry sometimes. The camera's doing some weird things. But you guys, basically, you hear what I'm saying. That's what's important, right? And we're gathered together. Thank you, Lord. Nothing like live video, right? Uh, Matthew 17, 20, Matthew 17, 20, it says this. He said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here and there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Do you believe the word of God? Do you believe what Jesus said? Because this is the God that created us. This is the God that knew us before we were in the womb. He made us fearfully and wonderfully. His promise is yes and amen, hope and a future. He says, you know, for the plans I have for you are, are, are good plans, right? Of hope and a future. And so that's who he made us to be. Just because the world is going crazy, the economy is going crazy, Joe Biden is in the White House or wherever he's at. Okay, you got all the deep state people doing all their stuff. The demons are out there making plans. But guess what? We serve the, we're on the winning team. We serve the King of Kings. And what he's saying here in this scripture, Matthew 17, 20, he's saying, listen, because of your lack of faith, you know, he's just telling you, look, you just need like a grain of mustard seed. That's it. You don't even need a lot. You just need enough to get up. There's days, friends, when I, when the depression, the oppression is trying to come on me, I'm going to tell you right now, listen, any pastor, any person that tells you that doesn't come on them, they're lying to you. Okay. It comes comes on everybody, maybe some people less than others, but it's a, it's a demonic influence of this hour that tries to come upon us and get us depressed, discouraged down. Okay. It's going to increase because as the spirit of the antichrist increases in the world, this is one of the tactics of the enemy to make us feel like we're ineffective, to make us feel like we're weak, to make us feel like we're tired. To me, listen, I see people that are dealing with, it's like a slumber spirit. You ever see that? They're dealing with like a slumber. They get tired. They can't even watch a, a, a full program on TV without falling asleep. They, they're trying to, you know, you're trying to research into things and learn things and they fall asleep in the middle of the video. They can't even step. That's a spirit. It's a spirit of slumber that doesn't want you to be activated, that doesn't want you to be walking in your optimal calling. We got to break that. When that comes on, you, you got to break it. When I'm in my bed and I'm trying to get up in the morning 
and the demonic spirit is trying to attack me. It's not in me. I'm not demonically possessed, but it's trying to come on me and attack me and afflict me and oppress me. Okay. And say, be depressed. And so what I have to do is I have to cancel it. I got to cancel it. Demon, get behind me, Satan. Get out of here. You're a liar. Get behind me. You're under my feet. You're defeated. I will not be depressed. I will not be conformed to the things of this world. My mind is transformed by the renewing of the mind. Where do I get that? Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God, from spending time in this secret place, from having a personal relationship with Yeshua. Yes. And so that's what happens is you, you get the anointing and the glory. And, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay. The other night, you know, this, this, listen, we're in some serious warfare. I'm just going to be real with you. Okay. We're in some serious, I mean, it's like gloves off type of warfare. Okay. It, it's coming from every angle. Okay. And, and I can really get it, you know, caught up in it all because sometimes it's like a barrage, you know, it's not just one thing. It's like 10 things at once. That's what the enemy likes to do. He likes to use like five, 10 things at once. You ever have that happen? It's not just one thing. It's like five things, you know, and you're, you're just overwhelmed. You feel overwhelmed. What you have to do in that situation, hear this, you got to separate every situation. You got to, you got to deal with each one as they come. So like, you know, whatever the most urgent one, you deal with it. But the first thing to do is, is to start praying and interceding. And that's why I encourage everybody that watches this broadcast to have a heavenly language, to speak in tongues. And you say, well, Pastor Todd, I don't have tongues. I understand. I'm not here to condemn you. There's no condemnation for those in Jesus Christ. I understand some of you, this is new to you. It's very foreign. What is tongues? You know, we're going to have a whole sermon on that again sometime soon. We've already covered it in the past. But what I would say is just become a prayer warrior, if anything. Just learn how to pray. How do I pray? What well, the Lord says, you know, uh, he gives us a prayer, the Lord's prayer, right? I mean, learn that. And, and, and just start praying. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But, you know, it's even more than that. He's just saying, this is how you pray. But the deal is, is you just go to God. He's, you know, you go to God and you say, Lord, I need you. I'm feeling discouraged. Lord, I need strength. Uh, Lord God, give me your strength. Give me your grace. Give me your joy. Give me your strategy. Anoint me today. And then you repent. You know, Lord, if I've done something that's that's offended you, that's hurt you. I mean, he doesn't really get offended, but you know, he gets you know, he, he hates sin. He, he loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. And so if you've sinned, you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. He is without sin, you know, throw the first stone. Y'all, y'all have sinned. I've sinned. I probably sinned today. But the thing is, is, we go to the Holy God because of Jesus Christ, who literally bridged the gap. We go to the Holy God and we say, Lord, forgive me. I made a mistake. I messed up. You know, his conviction that's in our heart that comes from the Holy Spirit living in our heart. And that's why every service we say, if you want to accept Jesus in your heart. Well, Acts chapter two talked about this. When the Holy Spirit came, when you receive Jesus, you say, Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my savior. Jesus is the Lord of my life. I serve you, God. I invite you into my heart. What happens is the Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. And so when the Holy Spirit lives in you, you get discernment, you get wisdom, you get strategy from up above. So, you know, the other night I'm in the bed, like I was saying, and it's like this demonic attack was coming upon me. I mean, it was discouragement. It was, it was all, it was wicked. It was straight up wicked. The lights were off and I was ready to go to bed. And I'm not even kidding. I felt like demonic entities in the room. You ever felt like that? It was wickedness. It was dark. I could feel that I was in a battle. So what happened? I, yeah, the TV, I turned on, on YouTube, soaking music. Now I make sure it's Christian soaking music and not some work, you know, some uh, new age garbage. Okay. Some, some real, you know, Christian worship type soaking music, right? And I started praying and worshiping and inviting in the presence and the glory. And I'm going to tell you, friends, something happened that night. It was a game changer. I felt like God literally opened heaven in that room. I felt the glory. I felt the presence. I heard the, the Lord speaking to my spirit, telling me you're going into a new season. My hand is on you. My favor is on you. You know, I'm pleased with the work that, you know, the ministry is doing, what you're all doing. And, and it, was, it was just such a, a sweet time with the Lord. And I repented of things and I got down on my knees and I felt the glory and the Lord opened a portal. I'm telling you, it was so powerful. It was so powerful. And I knew because I felt the tangible presence of the Lord. I knew that God was with me. I knew I felt it friends. He is a miracle working God. When you have the discouragement, when you have the oppression, when you have the barrage of 10 things, five things, two things, one thing coming at you, and you know it's wicked. You know it's from the pit of hell. What we need to do is stop right there. You're in a fight with your spouse. Stop right there. Whatever the case may be, stop 
and get along with the Lord. Hey, I got to take a break. I'm going to walk outside. Sometimes I go walk down the street. Okay, whatever you got to do, get away with the Lord, start repenting, start calling upon the name of the Lord, start asking the spirit of God to move in that situation. I'm going to guarantee you that he's going to do just that. He is going to move. He's done it over and over and over and over for me. I'm telling you, there were times I thought I was backed in a corner. There were times when I thought there was no solution, but God made a way. That's the kind of God he is. He's a miracle working God. He will make a way. You say your marriage is so messed up. I don't know how it would ever be fixed, but God, but God, my, my son is in, in, in rebellion. My daughter is out there, you know, doing all kinds of, of sexual things with her boyfriend that she's not married to, or, you know, whatever the case may be. My, my child is in a, you know, gay lifestyle. I know these are wicked things. They're hard to deal with as a parent They're You know, you're, you're dealing with financial challenges, your job, different things. Listen, call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It doesn't just mean save like you're saved. It means save like from your situation. God wants to you know, reveal you a way out. He wants to give you a solution to the problem. We can look at it in the macro and say for our nation, we need a, we need a solution. Our nation needs to repent. Our nation needs to call upon the name of the Lord. That's why we're out there doing what we're doing. That's why I'm, I'm tired, but I'm out there. I got energy that's divine energy from the Holy Spirit. He sustains me. That's why we're going out. We're trying to fulfill the Great Commission. We're trying to obey what the Lord said to do, to go and make disciples, to share the truth. The truth sets the captive free. The word of God does not return back void. Hallelujah. But even in our own life, even in our job, even in our own life, our situation, you say, Pastor Todd, I don't really know what I'm doing right now. You know, Pastor Todd, I don't really know if I have a ministry. You do have a ministry. Listen, I just want to tell you something right now. You're special. Did you know that? I hope you know that. Maybe no one's told you that recently, but I'm here to tell you that today. You are special. You are unique. No one else can be you. No one else can fill your shoes. No one. Look, I don't care what your dad or your mom said to you or your spouse that beat you or, you know, your, your divorce. Or that's, you know, it's all under the blood of Jesus. You've repented. You've moved on. You had an abortion. Look, I'm the least judgmental pastor when it comes to things like that, because I know that God is a forgiving God. And I come from a bunch of nonsense. This whole thing about Christians being perfect, it's a big lie. But what we are is we're forgiven. And we have the answer. We have the solution. His name is Jesus. But you're special. You're made special. You're made unique. I know people think you're weird sometimes, or they may say this or that about you, but don't let those words hook into you. Don't let those lies hook into you. That becomes baggage. That's not who God made you to be. He made you special. He made you unique. No one else can be you. No one. No one can do your calling. No one. I can't even do it. No one else can do your calling. No one else can do you. So get up today. Stop letting the enemy rob from your life, steal from your life. Oh, you'll never be married. Oh, this will never happen. Oh, you'll never get financial blessing. Really? Because you know how many people told me that over the years? You know how many people told me, you, you know, you got to just stay in retail. You got to just, you know, you'll never be a pastor. You know, when God called me, then I went into action. I knew that I was called. Listen, I was stabbed nine times. I knew. Okay. I knew God was real. I wanted the presence and glory of God. When he said, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to be. I knew I was, I was on a mission, but guess what? You think that all just happened right away after that? I got that word. No, it didn't. I went out, I showed up, but for years I was, uh, you know, I had a tent making job, you know, not literally, but you know, like in the Bible, I, I had to work at bivocationally as a pastor. I didn't even want to take, uh, you know, offering from the church because I don't want to, uh, hurt the, the church's finances. I wanted the church to be able to pay for the building. And so during the day I would work at a regular job and at, you know, nighttime we'd preach. It's a fine. It's okay. Because to me, it's a passion. It's a calling. It's not about the money, friends. You know, people have offered me all kinds of money to, to compromise. They say, well, Pastor Todd, if you do this or you just stop talking about this, we'll give you this. I say, no, because I'm not able to be bought. I'm not, I'm not buyable. I had an answer to Jesus. My goodness. What kind of people? I mean, the, you start thinking like, wow, there's, there's obviously people out there that do say yes. And that's why we got the deep church. You know, I call them the deep church, like the deep state. A bunch of nonsense, a bunch of people out there, you know, doing all kinds of shenanigans. They're all, it's all going to come out. We're in this separation period. The Lord is shining the light. He's coming back for a church without spot and a wrinkle. Amen. Amen. Let's talk more about miracles. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. If you go to Acts 3.16, Acts 3.16, it says this. It says, and his name, by faith in his name, has made the man strong whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given this man perfect health. In the presence of you all. So listen, by faith in what? His name. I want you to understand this, okay? People say they get abducted by aliens, but you know what? I, 
I've heard stories where people say the aliens were abducting them. And all of a sudden they said, Jesus. And guess what? Those aliens took off. You know why? Because the aliens weren't aliens. They were demons. Okay. This whole thing that we're in is a spiritual battle between light versus darkness. You better hear me. Okay. That's what's going on here. It's not, there's not some, they're trying to make all these crazy things. This is going on aliens, blah, blah, blah. No, whatever the Bible says is what's happening. Not one jot, not one tittle, not one thing in the word of God has been proven false. It's all true. Okay. And so when you're being attacked, listen, I'm going to tell you something crazy. I had a dog running at me one time. Okay. And this thing was like, it was like foaming at the mouth, you know, you know, big dog coming at me. And you know what? I, I was on fire for the Lord. You know, I don't know what, you know, something made me think. And I said, in the name of Jesus, stop. You want to know something? I'm a, this is, listen, may the Lord strike me down right now. If this isn't true, that dog stopped, that dog stopped. You know why? Because demons tremble in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you there's authority in Jesus' name. The devil doesn't want us to know about Jesus' name. You got a problem? I got a solution. His name is Jesus. You want to speak out the name of Jesus over your situation, over your trial, over your test, over your struggle, whatever it is, speak the name of Jesus. Jesus, give me strength. If you're struggling with pornography addiction, if you're struggling with addiction to drugs or alcohol, call upon the name of the Lord. How do you think I got out of all the things that I got out of? I started repenting and getting on my face and weeping and going in my truck up on the hill and on the mountain and getting away with the Lord and praying. I spent so much time doing that for years. People say, well, you know, you're a pastor, you're out there, you know, it's different. No, it's not different. Guess what? I had to go through all that and I still do. Okay. I still do. Anybody that's told you that, you know, pastors are perfect and we had it all figured out. They're lying to you. I will tell you, I got a solution. His name is Jesus. When I went up on those hills and those mountains and called upon the name of the Lord, something happened in my life. It changed my life. It changed the direction. It looked like there was no way to change it. It looked like there was no way out. It looked like there was no hope, but God made a way. His name is Jesus. Call upon the name of the Lord. The name of Jesus is strong tower. The righteous run in and they will be saved. Hallelujah. Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. It says, and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. That's why I talk about tongues. You say, where does it say it? Right here. Mark 16, 17. I'm going to read it again. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name, and they will cast out demons, and they will speak in new tongues. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. It's time we speak the truth. People are ashamed of tongues. They're ashamed of what the word of God says. They're ashamed of being a true Christian. Well, you know what? Then you're not a Christian if you're ashamed. Because you know what? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God and the salvation first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Listen, this is the hour. Speak the truth. Stand for the word. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I feel his glory and his presence right now. Oh, Lord, we want to be faithful to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody's getting a breakthrough right now. Somebody's something just snapped in your mind. It, it finally clicked. You've been waiting, you've been asking, you've been, you've been calling upon God, you've been praying, but you haven't had a breakthrough yet. And all of a sudden something is happening right now. That is not me. That is the Holy Spirit. You feel a warmness. You feel a healing. People are getting healed right now. I'm telling you, people are getting healed right now. Thank you, God. It's like, you know, touch the hem of his garment. You know, listen, anybody that thinks people are perfect, you know, what? I'm going to show you something. I got tattoos. Oh my goodness. He's got tattoos. I can't listen to Pastor Todd anymore. Well, first of all, I got these many years ago. They're fading. Okay, but I got them because, you know, I thought it was the cool thing to do, but I also wanted to uh, conceal all of my uh, stab wounds. This was right after I got stabbed. I, you know, I had a little solution. Okay, well, what if I just get a bunch of tattoos? <laughs> you know, so that's what I started doing, trying to cover up the nine stab wounds because they were keloid scars. Listen, I'm showing you that because, you know, I've had Christians say, oh, oh, you got tattoos. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care what you've done. You've had 10 abortions. Oh, well. Did you repent? Repent. I repented. I got on my face. Listen, this is real. This is authentic. Anybody that's lied to you and it made it seem like Christians are some perfect people. Give me a break. That's what's wrong with the church. We're, we're, we're not, you know, sin free. We're just forgiven by the blood of the lamb cross. So I'm imperfect. If you ever think that I'm pointing to myself, like, Oh, look at me. Oh, you know, I have all the answers. I don't, but guess what? There's a word that I have that does. There's a Bible that does. There's an anointing that does. There's the spirit of the living God that we call upon that does. He has the answer. That's why we point to him, not to us. That's why these people that say, oh, it's about my ministry. I'll send you a prayer cloth where, you know, we put holy water on it. And you know, you got to pay $29.99. Give me a break. That's a gimmick. That's a lie. That's not true. Look, you know, people say, well, why does a pastor need money? Well, you know, we have a ministry. 
and, and it's given to us by God. And, and we, we broadcast, we got cameras and studios and, you know, we do videos and content and articles and we go out and speak in a bunch of places. There's traveling costs and we send people Bibles. We help mothers that are, you know, uh, you know, fatherless homes that need financial. I mean, there's all different types of things this ministry is doing that we don't even talk about. But, you know, we do it because we are the hands and feet and every ministry should be that. And all of us should be that. Okay, these people that have been living high on the hog in the name of ministry, give me a break. God sees that. God's going to, listen, you ever heard that song? You could run on for a long time, but sooner or later, God's going to cut you down. I fear the Lord. Do you fear the Lord? I fear the Lord. It's about being real and authentic. We're imperfect, but God is our solution. He is our strength. He is the one that is the wind beneath our wings. He's ready to do a miracle. He wants to do a miracle. We got to have the faith. The Bible tells us everything we need. We got to have the faith, just faith of a mustard seed to move the mountain in your life, to move the situation in your life. Somebody's getting a breakthrough today. I'm almost done here. Hallelujah. I feel the glory. I feel the glory. You know what? We just, we've taken the gloves off. The devil's a liar. He's a liar. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just going to skip through a couple of these. All right. Luke 137. I want you to hear this. Okay. I want you to hear this. Luke 137. Very simple. You probably heard it before. It says, for nothing will be impossible with God. Mic drop. Nothing will be possible for God. Listen, saint of God. You don't even know how you found this broadcast. You don't even know, you know, never heard of Todd Coconut. I don't care. You don't even know my name, but hey, glad you're here. Glad you're here. Welcome to the remnant. But the deal is this. You needed to hear this today. With God, nothing is impossible. Not what some person in your family said. You're never going to make it. You're a loser. You're a failure. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too this. You're too that. All the lies. Those are demonic lies. Those are demons speaking through those people. God said with him, nothing will be impossible. You're going to make it. You're going to succeed. You're going to thrive in the middle of the trial, in the middle of the test. The Lord is your strength. God is with you. Start interceding for that situation. Listen, we've been praying for, I put up a video with Lou Angle the other day. We've been praying for over 20 years for abortion to be overturned, Roe v. Wade to be overturned. Now we're on the cusp of seeing that prayer come to pass. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's not overnight, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes it takes time. Some things through prayer and fasting. The Lord requires patience and diligence and trust and faith. But God is going to get you through because he is God. We are on the winning team. We got to start acting like it. Hallelujah. God is in the miracle working business. Any pastor that tells you that God's out of the miracle working business, that only happened 2,000 years ago. He's a liar. They're a liar. They haven't experienced the glory. They haven't had an encounter with the living God. If you've had an encounter with the living God, you know he's real, he's holy, he's willing, he's able, he's in the miracle working business, and he wants to do a miracle in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody's getting it today. Somebody's getting it today. This is good. This is good. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to read one more scripture, then we're going to pray, okay? In Acts 9, 34, it said, and Peter said to him, Ananias, Jesus Christ heals you, rise up, make your bed, and immediately he rose. Immediately he rose. Friends, the deal is this, okay? Rise up. Rise up. Get your healing. Get your deliverance. Get your freedom. Who the Bible says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. You heard some of the word today. You heard the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through him. I don't care what they tell you, except through Jesus. That's the way to the Father. He, he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever uh, believe in him shall not perish, but have life everlasting. And I want to give you an opportunity today. You say, Pastor Todd, I'm not sure if I were to die, if I were to get killed, if Jesus were to come. I'm not sure I'm on my way to heaven, but something happened today. I don't know what it was, but I felt something. And I want to accept Jesus Christ. Listen, it's the biggest decision you'll ever make in your life. Biggest decision. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, just repeat this. Say, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for today's word. Jesus, I accept you as Lord and Savior. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are Lord. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. 
I thank you for who you are. I praise you for who you are. I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Listen, one more thing before we go. There's a lot of people that were getting breakthroughs throughout the message today. The spirit is moving today. The spirit is moving. It's activating. It's moving. It's setting free. It's breaking through. I'm telling you, clicking, clicking, clicking. Things are clicking. You are being empowered. You are being activated. You are a true remnant warrior. Let me just pray for you. Lord, in Jesus' name, I know some of these people right now are going through marital challenges, financial challenges, worries, concerns, fears, doubt, uh, depressions trying to come on them, oppressions trying to come on them. We know the answer. Lord God, you gave it to us today, but I pray this is an activation, a moment of breakthrough. This is a day of victory. Lord God, in the middle of the trial, we are going to thrive. Lord God, there may be a storm, but you are in the boat. You have the power to calm the sea and the wind and the air. So calm their situation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you, God met us today. Thank you, Jesus, for meeting us. Getting right off that plane, getting here. Here we are. And yet, God met us. He's good, isn't he? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for putting up with the background and the different studio and all the different things that we're dealing with. But you know what? God met us. It's not about that stuff. It's nice. Those things are nice. What it's really about is the connection to God and the truth that's being spoken over the airwaves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Serve them, friends. Embrace the cross. Embrace the cross. If you have questions, write me. Todd.coconado at rlcus.org. Todd.coconado at rlcus.org. I love you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Hope to hear from you soon. Enjoy this week. Enjoy this day with your family, with your friends. Give thanks to the Lord. He is with us even until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Demons tremble in the name of Jesus. God bless you. over there has been welcoming to my like not at all secret gay agenda. Governor Gavin Newsom said he intends to make California a sanctuary state for those women seeking abortion care. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't. So I'm not a biologist. from a biblical perspective as a pastor to break down what you're seeing kind of like so these are the rules of engagement if we can okay. is this good is this bad and why from a biblical perspective here we go oh boy here we go with all the current issues on our agenda we tend to forget that we are in the midst of the fourth industrial revolution which accelerates global change in much more comprehensive and faster ways than the previous three revolutions. Well, I think maybe in a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital. And if, this, is, this was the moment when every, everything became monitored, that we agreed to be surveyed all, all the time, not just in authoritarian machines, but even in democracies. And maybe most importantly at all, this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin. Well, first of all, these guys are like from central casting. I mean, you couldn't get a more sinister guy. Like, you know, whoa. I mean, seriously, no, nothing he's saying is good. This is all the stuff that, I mean, honestly, Alex Jones, people that have been saying for years and people didn't want to believe it. They said it was conspiracy. Well, here we are 20, 30 years later. This is all happening right before our face. They're saying it blatantly, Clay. That's the thing. They used to try to hide it. They were a little bit more covert. They're literally in our face telling us what they're going to do. And yet, as you and I were talking about the other day, there's still a lot of people that don't want to believe it.
Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. We just want to honor you and thank you from the bottom of our heart. You know, obviously the grace of God and his favor is on this ministry, but also your listener support is what gets us through. We are seeing win after win. I'm telling you, amazing things are happening. Uh, We are not losing this battle. We're taking back the territory for the kingdom of God. And that's why he's raising up a remnant. And this remnant is taking back this nation. And so we're doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit, by spreading truth and informing people, waking people up, getting people saved, set free, healed, delivered. But it's your listener support that allows us to do these things. And so I just want to thank you. Uh, if you have a heart to give today, you can go to toddcoconato.com slash give, toddcoconato.com slash give and help fund our efforts. We are actionable and we are not going to back down. We're not going to grow weary in doing good. We know that the Lord is with us even until the end of the age. And so we will continue to do what we do. And we just thank you again for your heart to support these efforts. May God bless you and thank you for being the remnant.